what are you trying to do with your photography? Hi, and a very warm welcome to episode 173 of the Photography Explained podcast. I'm your host, Rick, and in each episode, I will try to explain one photographic thing to you in plain English in less than 27 minutes-ish without the irrelevant details. I'm a professionally qualified photographer based in England with a lifetime of photographic experience, which I share with you in my podcast. Okay, here is the answery bit. Right then, so what are you trying to do with your photography? What are your hopes and dreams? Are you happy as you are taking photos with your phone? Or do you want to be a professional photographer and earn a full-time living from your photography? Those are the two ends of the scale. You and I, we're in there somewhere. And we need to find out where we are and where we want to get to. Yeah, this is a great place to start and a great introduction to the series of episodes about how to take better photos. After all, you need to know where you're going so you know what you need to do. One of my favourite sayings is this. It really is. Start with the end in mind. Right, the talky bit. Well, this is a talky episode for sure. I started with this in the last episode, which I'm repeating here. It's important and, and I'm OK with repeating myself. So here we go. Well, it's an excellent place to start. Do you want to go pro? Do you want to make a living from your photography? Do you want to grow a massive online following with your photos? Or do you just want to learn how to create better photos as this is the thing you love to do, your hobby and how you like to spend your free time? All the fine, of course, I'll go into this in a lot more detail, which will set you off in the right direction. Hopefully. In the next episode, I will talk about photography composition. But before we talk about what we put in a photo, I would like to talk about where you want to get, which helps us with the take the photos bit. So you could think of this as the, the why bit, I guess. Now, there are a few places that you could want to get to, which I'll go through one by one. And that includes the starting point, which might be this. One, I like the sound of photography, but I need to figure out where to start. OK, then listen on. Photography is a wonderful thing which is open to everyone. And the beauty of digital photography is that you can start taking photos immediately. All you need is a phone. And it doesn't have to cost you anything. No, photography is accessible to everybody and free to get started in. Taking photos with your phone is a great way to get into photography. It really is a great way. Listen to the next 10 episodes, whether you want to use a phone or a camera to take photos or a bit of both. It's up to you. Of course it is. Two, I enjoy taking photos with my phone, but I want to learn how to take better photos. Well... Perfect. I can help you with this as well. And starting with a phone is just fine. You can stay with your phone if you want to. And with what I tell you, I can help you to take better photos with your phone. So we've established you're happy doing what you do, taking photos with your phone. And hopefully you'll listen to these episodes. And what I say, it might inspire you to progress with your photography with your phone or even a camera. But I get this isn't your thing, well, not yet anyway, so keep an open mind, listen to all the episodes, and who knows what your photography aspirations might be. I might give you some information that you haven't thought of. Three, I want to learn photography and take the best photos that I can. Right, well, great, you know what you want to do, so you should go for it. Photography is drawing with light after all, so it should be straightforward, but the more you practice, the better your photos will become. 
work on your photography skills, and you will take better photos. I mean, yep, you need some technical understanding, but possibly not as much as you might think. Well, not as much as you've been led to believe. Trust me on that one. Oh, I've said trust me on that one again. I must stop saying that. So to learn how to take the best photos you can, listen on. Number four, I've already got a camera, but I don't know what to do. Well, yeah, I've been there. I bought a fancy camera once and I didn't bother learning how to use it properly. So when I got rubbish photos, I blamed the camera. So if you've got a camera and you don't know how to use it, don't worry. It's not as bad as you think. All you need is a helping hand, which I'm here to give you. Number five, I love taking photos, but I haven't got a clue where to start with editing my photos. Now, I've had quite a few people make contact telling me this. They literally do not know where to start. Now, I work in Lightroom, so the processing episode, it'll be based on what I do in Lightroom, because let's not forget, my podcast is me telling you what I do, what I've learned over the years. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to keep the episode as broad as possible, as, as the principles of what I do in Lightroom, they apply just the same to any editing package out there. The principles certainly do apply, whatever you're using. And there are so many different ways to edit photos. What you need is, is a plan for how to do it. And, and I understand that you can sit there looking at all the options and it can be overwhelming. But what you need is a process to go through, which will make sense. And I'll share mine with you. It's really straightforward as well. So let's not worry about that. Six, I want to take the best photos that I can and earn some money from my photography. Well, then, there are many ways to make money from photography. But to make a decent amount of money, you've got to be more than just a great photographer. You've got to be different and you've got to be excellent at marketing yourself. Making money from photography, it's hard work. It, it really is hard work. There's no easy way to do this. But there is still money to be made out there. And like I say, to make a lot of money from your photography, you've got to be different um, and you've got to be the best marketer. And I hate to say this, but the marketing side is probably more important than the photography side because there are great photographers out there taking amazing photos that not many people have seen. And there are some equally great photographers who are fantastic at marketing who are absolutely all over the place. So one to think about. A few other things on making money from photography. Stock photography sites aren't what they used to be. I believe that those days are pretty much over. I mean, you can make some money, but certainly nothing like you used to be able to do. I had a dabble at stock photography and I got paid 12 cents, 25 cents, 50 cents was a good one. I got paid so little that I never got to the value where I got paid the money. So it's not as easy as you might be led to believe. Yes, you can sell photos online. I mean, there'll always be a demand for wall art as long as, well, as long as there are people and walls, which I hope both are fairly safe bets. But you do need to get people to see examples of your work. More on that later. There are many ways of making extra money. It's about finding the ones that work for you. But Making money from photography, it's much more than taking photos as a paid job for somebody else. It's not just that. There is so much else to it. Seven, I want to make a full-time living from photography. If this is the case, you need to work on every stage and develop systems and processes that allow you to work professionally. 
But most of all, you need to be able to take great photos with great content that is technically bang on and interesting to look at every time without exception. And I've said it before, I'll say it again, a full-time living from photography, it's not just about taking photos. But you might be surprised how little time a professional photographer spends taking photos. If it's 20%, it wouldn't be a surprise to me. Now, there's much more than that, especially in this digital online connected world. I mean, the Internet, it presents us with seemingly endless digital platforms to put our best work on, which is a good thing. And at the same time, it's a challenge, isn't it? An online portfolio is essential, but you have to find the prospective clients. Don't just expect to put some photos up online and expect the world to start beating down your door. If only that were the case, I'm afraid that is not the reality. And professional photography, it demands professional practice. And this is a level up from being an amateur or hobbyist photographer. No, being a commercial photographer, it's a completely different thing. Finally, eight, I want to be the best photographer in the world. <laughs> so did I once. Taking me as an example, I'm not even the best photographer in my own family. Try to be the best that you can be and take the best photos that you want to. But be happy with that. And something I've just remembered, which is not in my script. Don't be obsessed with other people. Don't compare yourself to other people and be disappointed because they might be at a different stage in their photographic journey than you. So don't compare yourself with somebody else's photos and think, oh, their photos are loads better than mine. Because if they've been doing the same thing for 30, 40 years, you'd hope that they were better, wouldn't you? So when you're comparing yourself, have that thought in mind. OK, so you're going to be in there somewhere, I hope. If you're not, let me know. And <laughs> I've missed something out if you're not. But there are two further things I want to talk about here. Firstly, what do you want to take photos of? Now, you may want to be published in, I don't know, National Geographic. Or do you love landscape photography enough that that's what you want to do? Or you'd love to be an event photographer or a travel photographer. I mean, travel photographer, that, look, that looks like a pretty cool lifestyle, doesn't it? Talking of travel photography, there will always be a demand for local landmarks. They aren't local to someone who's not there, are they? Just because a local landmark is close to you doesn't mean that taking a photo of it is not travel photography because not everybody's where you are, are they? No, they're not. And finally, is wedding photography for you? Well, it's not for me. I tried it once and, um, yeah, <laughs> terrifying experience. Shout out to every wedding photographer out there. You're braver than I am. And photography isn't just about taking stunning photos at golden hour. No, it's not. That might be the dream promoted, but the reality is somewhat different. Taking me for an example, I photograph buildings, things that do not move, breathe or answer back. I'll cover this in a later episode, but for now, think about what you would like to take photos of. There are countless subjects out there, so which ones do you want to capture? Because you need to remember, you'll be better doing something if you enjoy it than if you don't enjoy it. If you start taking photos of something you don't like taking photos of, you're going to get fed up. You're not going to do a great job. Take photos of things you want to take photos of. It will help you. Okay, we've talked about what you're going to take photos of. And the next logical question is, well, what are you going to do with your photos? You've taken a load of photos. So what? So you go out, you take a load of photos, you edit a load of photos, you get some fantastic results. 
Then what? What do you do with the photos? Well, I guess in 2024, the answer is you share them online. But to what end? What is the point of just posting your stuff on social media? Who will be looking at your own work? Who will be looking at your own amazing photos? Chuck them on social media and you don't know, dear, which is why I don't really bother doing that other than to promote my podcast. Having an online portfolio is a great thing to do, though I'd recommend that everybody does this. And I've done it myself. I've got a few online portfolios and each one is a different collection of images showing the things that I do. So have your online platform for your photos. If you do that on your own website, ideally, you'll have control of this if you do. You have to remember social media channels come and go after all. So your own online portfolio on your own website under your control, it will be there for as long as you want it to be. And it's there for potential clients to find you and your work and make contact with you. But that's another story again. So, yeah, I think that's a fair question and one for you to think about as we embark on this journey together. This is a thing that worries me. In this social media dominated world, there are so many photos out there, which it has to be a good thing, right? It must because that means that photography is alive and well and thriving, doesn't it? But who's looking at these photos? Who is looking at all these photos online? And these people that you see on social media are appearing to live the best life. Is this reality? Well, I think in a lot of cases it's not, no. So if you're hoping to become the next great thing in social media, good luck to you, but you need to have a clear plan and work out what will make you different. And every new skill you learn will help you with this. But not me, because that's not what I'm about. I am not about social media. I use social media because I have to to promote my businesses. It's not my thing. I'm a bit old for that, let's be honest with you. Talking of old, there's the old school way of um, what you do with your photos. Buy a photo album, get prints done and put them in it so you can look at them. Or the modern way, which is you get a photo book done. Either way, looking at physical photos, not on a screen, is a good thing. Okay, this is the talky bit, talky bit. <laughs> That's what I've written in my script. I'm sticking with that because I quite like it. Which of these eight are you? Which of these do you want to be? There is a serious point I want to make here. If you're happy as you are taking photos with your phone, your photos are as valid as those taken by a professional photographer. Now, how can I possibly justify this statement? Well, simple. Your photos are as valid to you as my photos are to me and as any professional photographer's photos are to them. Let's always remember that. Just because you're not earning thousands of pounds from a photo doesn't mean that it's not important to you. OK, I've discussed photography snobbery in blog posts on my website, which you can read at rickmacavoyphotography.com. Shameless plug there, I know. But seriously, there is too much snobbery in photography or there certainly has been in the past. I think things might be a bit better now, but maybe that's just with dilution of photography with the massive expansion of phone photography. But photography, it is for everyone. And in this series of episodes, I want to help everyone to take better photos. And I will be applying what I talk about to myself as well. We're always learning. We never stop learning. Let's let's remember that as well. 
So you have a starting point wherever you are on the scale, and maybe now you've got a different endpoint. That was the point of this episode, to get you to think about where you want to go with your photography and what the possibilities are for you. And whilst there is a ton of complicated photography stuff out there, of course there is, you don't need to know everything. You do not have to know everything. No, start with the basics and build from there. I spent over 40 years practicing my photography, getting to the point where it's been simplified to the level that it is today. And that's both in terms of the technical stuff that I do, how I take my photos, and also how I process them. Having simplified things for myself, I'll tell you what I do, what I know, and equally importantly for you, what you do not need to know, what you do not need to worry about. We don't need to know everything. You read some articles and you'll just think, I've got no chance of getting into this. And this is one of my beefs with photography at the moment. It can get overwhelming and I want to simplify it and explain it so you can understand it and enjoy it. Yes, photography is for everyone. Don't let the technical stuff feel like a barrier stopping you from getting into photography. We can make photography as complicated or as simple as we want. And I want to make it as understandable as possible for all. And you can always ask me a question and I will answer it. So, yep, I've got you covered. How cool is that? What do you want out of photography? The amount you want will dictate the time and effort you're prepared to put in. And then what are you going to do with your photos? Who's going to see them? Of course the two are related and these things together are a great starting point. What do you want out of your photography? Who's going to see your photos? But whatever your aspirations, photography is a wonderful thing and a thing to be enjoyed. It's not about the gear. It's not about the technical side of things. And the best way to take better photos is to practice. Yes, get out there and put interesting stuff in front of your lens. As Scott Kelby once said, the best way to take interesting photos is to go to interesting places. And my version is, The best way to take interesting photos is to put interesting stuff in front of your lens. What matters in photography, if we think about it in its purest sense, is what is in the photo that someone is looking at, the final image. Someone looking at your photo only cares what they're looking at. This is why the next episode is about composition, what you include in the photo and how. The art of photography is what you put in a photo, and a more interesting composition equals a more interesting photo. As I like to say, composition is king. Right, what if I use my phone to take photos and not a camera? Well, I've already covered this, haven't I? But I'll talk about this in each episode in plenty of detail. So if you're only using a phone and you've got no intention of ever using a camera, don't worry. There'll be plenty for you in the upcoming episodes. Everything I talk about, I'll talk about doing that with a phone and with a camera. I'm going to cover both. What if I use a film camera? Well, then you've made a choice which will dictate how you progress. I mean, you don't have the luxury of digital instantness, but you don't also have the pressure of digital instantness. Taking photos with a film camera is different and something I recommend anybody tries. Learn how to take photos of a film camera and it will set you up for life nicely to take photos with a digital camera, if you want to, that is. It's a great way to understand things and 
you can't digitally manipulate it. Well, you can digitally manipulate it afterwards, but there's no point. It's what you get in that print. That's what matters. Film photography is such a good discipline for learning. But in this series of episodes, a lot of the stuff I talk about it will apply. And on the processing one, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to talk about this and how it applies to film because I used to have my own darkroom back in the day and that's when I was very young and... and um, hmm. And a long time before digital photography. What do I do? Well, I talk about this stuff, don't I? I talk about what I've learned over the years of practicing and learning photography. And I share my love of photography with my listeners and indeed my readers. And I take photos of buildings using a DSLR. And I take photos with my phone that support my photography work and my podcast, of course. But I have never issued a client with a photo taken with my phone. Not yet. Now, that day might be coming, but it has not for me yet. No, I still use the camera in 2024 to take photos, and I still, in 2024, cannot take the photos I need with my phone. Actually, I still love taking photos with my camera. And and I still don't, I don't really like taking photos with my phone. I've never enjoyed taking photos with my phone. And I'm fortunate enough to have an iPhone 15 Pro, but what I don't like is the fact I haven't got a viewfinder. I hold my phone up in front of me and it just isn't the same for me. Maybe it's just because I'm used to taking photos with the camera or maybe it's just because I'm old or maybe it's just because I'm stubborn and refuse to accept this new technology that I use on a daily basis, so I doubt that. And that's why in 2024, you, yes you, should consider buying a camera to get the best you can out of photography. There, I've said it. And that is what I do. Some thoughts from the last episode. Well, the last episode was the beginning of this series of episodes. That was the menu. And today's episode is a starter. <laughs> does that make sense? I don't think it does, does it? I mean, <laughs> that'll make this episode the beginning of a 10-course meal. I think I better stop with the food analogy. Move on, Rick. <laughs> no, the first thing I wanted to do was to set this little lot out, which I've done now. Next episode, photography, composition, what you put in your photos. I think the title's changed now because I started writing that one. Photography, composition, what you put in your photos and also what you do not put in your photos. Yes, what is in a photo is very important. Well, that's all that someone sees, right? And to get the inside track on this and other stuff on my mind, I will tell you in a minute how to get a weekly email from me. That's another advert within my podcast, isn't it? Shameless. Ask me a question. If you have a question you would like me to answer, just email me at sales at rickmacavoyphotography.co.uk or head over to the podcast website, photographyexplainedpodcast.com forward slash start. If you just want to say hi, please do say hi. I love hearing from my listeners. I really do. Get an email from me. Oh, this is new. If you would like to receive a weekly email from me where I tell you what I'm thinking about, fill out the form on the podcast website and every Friday you'll get a lovely email from me. OK, I am done. Blimey, that went quickly. This episode was brought to you by, um, yep, yeah, a new year, still a new me. I've got into February and I'm still being good. So, so <laughs> since the start of the new year, I've had one cheese and pickle sandwich and I've not had any crisps. I know. So this episode was brought to you by homemade vegetable soup and two slices of wholemeal butter bread washed down with water. 
Oh, how things change. Before I settled down in my homemade, acoustically cushioned recording emporium. But no crisps. I've been Ring McAvoy. Thanks again very much for listening to my small but perfectly formed podcast, it says here, and for giving me 27-ish minutes of your valuable time. Now, I reckon this episode will be about 23 minutes longer after I've edited out the mistakes and the other bad stuff. So, see you on the next one, all about composition, and this is the good stuff. Not that this wasn't, obviously. Take care, stay safe, cheers from me, Rick.